This is Fantasy Flicks League with your host, Ryan Meharry, Mike McClendon, and Mark Rennie. Uh, welcome to the Fantasy Flicks League, the only movie analysis podcast that lets you in on the action. With this week in movie news, I'm Mike McClendon. With me is Mark Rennie. Hello. And we have a special guest uh, this week as well. Hello. Uh, that voice that you just hear is Mary Sasson. How are you, Mary? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Good. Good, Good. to have you here. Ryan's out of town, so Mary swooped in. Yeah, Ryan's on his Thanksgiving sabbatical. <laughs> Sounds phony. Yeah. <laughs> he, he gets to go to a nice big family Thanksgiving, and the rest of us are here gathered around my table to talk movies. Great. Great. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> what, have you seen anything, Mary, this year you liked? Um. Oh, gosh. You mentioned Gaudi earlier. Yes. My husband and I saw Gaudi on its opening night, we feel I like. I want to see it. What was that theater like? I thought it was a... I thought we were going to be in a room full of people who understood this movie was going to be crazy. And do you know if sometimes like you'll be in LA and you'll be like, whoa, where are these people coming from? Sure. Oh, yeah. Like it was a bunch of um, like older Italian men. And I'm like, <laughs> I have never seen these people in LA before in my whole life. Yeah. It, so we were there with a bunch of earnest gaudy watchers. Earnest gaudy watchers? Yeah. And there were moments where my husband was like scream laughing. And I was like, <laughs> was... you have to calm down because you're going to ruin these people's good time. Were there other people there in on the joke or was, was it I, was it like 50 50 it was a packed small theater and nobody else was really laughing so i had to stifle my laughter great but it was like the movie starts with him like john travolta looking off to new york city and he turns around looks to camera and he's like new york city the city of dreams <laughs> And like from there, you're like, we're on a ride. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think it is the city of dreams. No, yeah. no, it's no, just kind of like, and at one point, there's like a weird moment where he's just like, you can never go against the five boroughs Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, <laughs> Long Island, Staten Island, Brooklyn. Like he just like lists <laughs> the five boroughs of like, and those are the five boroughs. Like you didn't need to do that. Mafia, aka organized crime. Yes, Casa Nostra. It's dangerous. Yeah. That's great. Oh, no. The police, the cops are going to get us. <laughs> it's very silly. Police like officers mo- are people who keep the city safe from criminals it's, like me. It also, but that's the, the weirdest thing I'm now remembering is that it's like at the end, the moral of the story was, wasn't John Gotti such a great guy? Oh, no. At the end, there's like a bunch of people who are like, you know what? He kept our city safe. He kept our neighborhood safe. He threw parades. Like there's one moment where he's like letting off fireworks and the police are like, oh, you have to stop that. And he's like, arrest me. And the police are like, fine. And he's like, I'm a hero. <laughs> I started New Year's. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird of like, why is this the tale we need to tell? It was directed by E from yes. Entourage. It feels like a movie that was directed as oh. his character. Like <laughs> right. it's for Entourage 2. Yeah. Right. It seems like something a, a douchey type character would do. Yeah. Somebody greenlit E's movie. And it's from trying the set also of so hard to be Goodfellas. Oh, boy. Like the same, like 60s music over a crazy thing. <laughs> that sounds. I got to see it. I know it's on Amazon Prime now. Yeah. No, you do need to see it. It's. it's it's not even that long. It's like 90 minutes, but it doesn't have a plot. Like, there's no arc of anything. Even time doesn't isn't the forward moment. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It goes back on different timelines. It's like a David Lynch movie. <laughs> like, 
Maybe unintentional. it's a masterpiece. Maybe it's a secret masterpiece. Yeah, maybe it's a masterpiece and I'm the fool. Next. Yeah, those old Italian people were right to glare at your husband. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anything else you saw? Um, uh, let's see. I saw Black Klansman. I did like it, but we were talking before. I thought the ending was a, like, there was one little part that was a little bit funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought a lot of it was really cool. Um, and the the bad guy from, the, one of the idiots from um, that Tanya Hardy movie, I, Tanya, mm-hmm. oh. plays also an idiot racist in the movie and he should play that role in every single movie he's so was it the one so i Tanya who's like pretended to be a secret yes. agent yes he's a b- perfect idiot he's a perfect idiot mm-hmm. in that movie and then in this movie and the whole time i was like where do i know that guy and then i remembered he's from i Tanya, and he's so good maybe he's just an idiot in real life and they scooped him up but he's perfect a true idiot savant maybe yeah uh, what, um, just out of curious, like, what brings you to the movies? Because, like, you, you kind of have an eclectic, like, list of ones that you've seen. Like, is, do you like to be part of a phenomenon? Do you like to catch stuff, like, Gaudi ahead of time? Sometimes we saw Gaudi because my husband needed to see it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I did not need to see that opening day. Um, I think to me, I'm like, I have to see this movie in the theaters if it feels like you need to see this movie in the theater. So yeah. often a superhero movie, mm-hmm. um, we'll do these it. days, that seems like rarer and rarer. That that happens anymore. That there's something that sweeps the public consciousness. Yeah. Like yeah. Everybody's talking. I feel like that happened with Stars Born for a little bit. Yeah. Like Black yeah. Panther. Get out. It I will remember. Be like, yeah. yeah. Everybody was like, you have to see this in theaters. Yeah. Well, and also of like, if you aren't seeing it, you are missing out on such a dialogue and yeah. such mm-hmm. a moment that it's just like, just go see it so you can like understand what's happening at parties. at the Or the water cooler. Or the water cooler. Yeah. 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 Or the party cooler. What's a party cooler? It's just a water cooler at a party. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be a really cool. Yeah. Why don't they just fill uh, water bottle coolers full of like vodka or something? Yeah. If somebody hosted a party that was office themed, that probably oh. would be a very fun party. Oh, boy. <laughs> office hose and CEO bros. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That you just, uh, there's a generation of fraternities that yeah. just went, oh, boy. Oh, I got to write that down. Oh, office hose and CEOs. Yeah. We don't even need the bros. You're right. Yeah. CEOs. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, should we get into this weekend's movies? You gonna crunch those numbers? I'm gonna crunch those numbers, Mark. Thanks right. for asking. Sure. Uh, well, uh, a little bit of a disappointment here, but coming at the top, we thought it would be Fantastic Beasts, and that's the case. $62 million. Uh, which sounds like a lot of money, but apparently it's the lowest opening of any Harry Potter movie ever. I was going to say, that doesn't sound like what they would want. No. No. Although the first Fantastic Beasts did 74, so it's not like a huge drop Well, that off. also tells you... Tells you that people who saw Fantastic Beasts, those same people weren't, I gotta see this next one in the theater. I was one of those people. You were? I didn't want to see it. the first one? No, I'm saying I don't want to oh. see it. I saw the first one. I don't need to continue in that universe. I'm more excited for this one than the last one. Because the first one, I was like, I will see this because I need more Harry Potter. Uh-huh. But I don't understand it. Yeah. It just felt like all set up and I didn't really care about to any of the characters. a reveal kind of thing. Well, oh, that it was Johnny Depp at the end? Yeah, it was Grindelwald. Right. But I don't think... Uh, my husband and I were talking... I don't think... What they wanted to do was a prequel, basically. And I don't think we need this Fantastic Beast man. No. <laughs> I yeah. would just rather see what was Dumbledore doing... There we go. ...in his earlier life. Yeah. Which apparently was glaring into mirrors and sending yeah. zoologists onto fetch yeah. missions. I, would, I just would rather see that. Or I would rather see... What I'm yearning for is... Got young Voldemort. <laughs> sure. Tom I want to see that. Yes. 
But I love backstory. See, I don't love because I want like something new. I feel like the world of Harry Potter is so rich that there's so much more to explore. Like the prequels, I feel like you always know how it's going to end. Yeah. Because there's yes. no like suspense. There's like, because I know uh, Dumbledore is going to live and this, uh, well, I almost said a spoiler, but I won't. <laughs> but like Grindelwald, apparently he shows up in the end of the first one. They mention him. I mean, the end of part eight of Deathly Hollows. Yeah. Part seven. Because I watched the... F- Last half hour of it last night on uh, oh. sci-fi. I don't want to brag. Yeah, but, I guess uh, to me, and I'm, uh, I just love backstory. The moment in one of the last prequel where they put the helmet on Darth Vader, I was like, oh, we got there. In Revenge of the Sith, yeah. <laughs> we made it, everybody. We made it. It did happen. But again, my husband has been furious over me being like, I like the prequels. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't hate them. I like them. I like that they tried to do something different. Yeah. Like they told a different kind of story. That's. I just feel like with the Harry the fantastic beasts like it just feels like i don't like a mess like i think maybe because jk rowling's writing them and she's not primarily a screenwriter maybe like she's trying to sounds like she's packing these things in with so much stuff well the first one at least was like oh what are american wizards doing and that's like oh that's kind of interesting but then it feels like i wonder if they were like no Bring it back to Harry Potter. Or like, yeah, to the other movies. What's going, where, where, how did the Horcruxes get made or things like that. All of that I would love. Yeah. I mean, also what happens after Harry Potter? There's got to be a new enemy that shows up. Shouldn't they just do like more kids at Hogwarts? Yes. Like, yes. wouldn't that be the way to There should be a money? new weird threat, new kids at Hogwarts. And like, have like Harry Potter be a teacher? Yes. Well, he's a, um, an auror. Great. He shows yeah. up. He uh, can come in. He can come in. Yeah. It's like 21 Jump Street. Do they come in or? <laughs> yeah, don't he comes they like in undercover as a student? Yeah, they infiltrate oh, undercover. Gotcha, gotcha. I thought you meant like. He's the, too famous. He's too famous. He can't. He can't do like a spell like the Moo oh, Juice. Oh, you're that right. Juice, you're right. Poly Juice you're right. Potion. I forgot. Oh, okay. I forgot. I, Harry Potter's writer's room is just another thing where they just go like, how do we solve this dilemma? Uh, potion. Oh, magic. <laughs> yeah, there's like three things that magic can't do and they feel very inconsequential, but like, like you can't create food with magic. But okay. But you can bring people back from the dead. Yeah. But also like from the what's it called one of the uh the three things if you bring some back from the dead it often doesn't go well because that's why one of the brothers they're like zombies yeah they're like yeah yeah something like that necromancy is a dangerous art i've heard that you know (laughs) not to to stop you toyed around with mark you know i give it a chance yeah Mm -hmm. why not dabble at least it's an art Uh yeah, and so they got there three more movies out of this. They have yeah, there's promise, three more right? to come. There's gonna be five of these movies. And I feel like people are five not on board. I feel like they need to like get a new screenwriter, get a new director, and just go in like some other direction. I don't know what. I feel like there's such a toy box, the Harry Potter world, but they seem to be exploring the least there's interesting three parts. Mo- yeah. There's gonna be five of these Fantastic Beasts movies. Wow. That's well, yeah, that's a lot. Maybe on the plus side, Chamber of Secrets was pretty is probably the worst of the books of the harry potter series do you guys agree with that um, like just meaning it was the second book like things yeah. started to really turn around with azkaban like like yeah, that's where azkaban it felt like it found its like, identity Whoa, this is very fun yeah i remember reading goblet of fire for the first time and like i read like the last 200 pages of that like in, until like two in the morning yeah because like when vol that's when voldemort yeah. finally shows yes. up i'm like this is getting real but that one it was the first really thick book yeah, yeah. and there is a lot in between that's like oh i don't really care about this tournament <laughs> And you then, know, I like the tournament. <laughs> well, it just feels like, oh, they're going to the bottom of the sea or the lake. Sure, we got to fight those mermaids. <laughs> you got 
there's such a nostalgia with Harry Potter because kids grew up with it too and learned to read with it. And like, you know, there are those kids who are like, oh, that fourth book is like, it's so thick. And then yeah. they just got bigger and bigger. Like, and, and there's no connective tissue really to Fantastic Beasts. Like nobody grew up with those because it's feel like new text. A lot of people don't have any like Newt's Scamamander. What's it? Scalamander tattoos yeah. out there. And that's yeah. Eddie Redman or whatever. That's Eddie Redman. Yeah. Yeah. That's also, if he stays, we have to, st- that character was like, he made such character choices that I'm like, we have to... Ugh. Deal with him for five. He's movies? the beast. <laughs> he makes a little. He make. Y'all give him this. He makes big choices. Yeah, at he least does he does. He's choices. not sleepwalking through anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, say what you want about Jupiter ascending. He is watchable. You can't not watch him. Interesting. Mm. I'll take that over someone just like being a bland whatever hero type any day. Like over like Bruce Willis sleepwalking through a movie. Interesting. He's but pretty plain in theory of everything. I never by saw the it. end of that. Isn't he have like in a wheelchair at the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm also um, morally the one thing I'm. I don't like Johnny Depp part of this film. Exactly. There we go, swish. That's the yes. thing too that makes me be like, can I see this? I was, should I buy a different ticket and then go right. see this movie? And like his Grindelwald's powers is like he could change his face, so that would have been such an easy problem to fix. Get out of that Cast hole. anybody else. Yeah, I just think that like especially there's like more stuff has come out. He's getting crazier, and it's just kind of like I'm even though he's the bad guy, I don't want to support him. I want Disney to say, oh, this guy's we can't employ him anymore. Right. Yeah. Like you can make that choice, and just like even if you have to pay him off, pay him off. Who cares? You have yeah. all the money in the world. Yeah. What are you losing? Yeah, what do you what you do you put eyeshadow on Johnny anyone? Depp? Yeah. Right, you can, you, can de- you can put eyeshadow and weird hair on anyone. Yeah. Is there a bigger red flag than if you meet someone and you're like, I love everything Johnny Depp is currently doing? <laughs> currently, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. They like, say currently. I got to see everything. Johnny currently Depp doing does. feels like you're going out of your way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be like, I like to abuse <laughs> significant others. I just like that he's edgy. You know, yeah. you never know what you're gonna. But like that would be you're a lunatic. Yeah. Who no. are these fans? Yeah, he ship should, him off. Sh- get him. Out of here. Well, throw some polyjuice potion in his face and turn him into, I don't know, um, who should it be? Uh, yeah, let's... Kenny Rogers. <laughs> I would love to see. Hiddleston probably can't do it because he's got um, Loki. Well, it's too magic-y. You yeah. can't have another magic person. Oh, are we saying who we'd want to... Yeah, who should replace Grindelwald? Ooh, that's great. Who could replace him? Do we need to replace Grindelwald or just do we need to get a new villain in there? I think you have to replace the actor for Grindelwald. For Grindelwald. I, Grindelwald. I believe he survives. Okay. I haven't seen him, but I assume he's probably going to survive. Apparently, this just is all set up, the new one. Yeah. Do you also think that, you know how there's like, um, they hinted that Dumbledore and Grindelwald were in love. Do you think there's going to be a little homoeroticism in it? Well, I hear there's like, it's barely, there's lingering looks and that's yes, about that's it. But nothing is explicitly stated. Gotcha. It's all yeah. inferred. Mm-hmm. Because God forbid you find out people say we were in love. Yeah. Because no. children will die, I guess, if they hear that. <laughs> children can know that gay people fuck, but they can't know that they love. No, yeah. not that they love. That's too real. <laughs> um, none of us saw Fantastic Beasts. Will you see it in theaters, Mark? I, I'm not dying to see it. There's other things I'll see before. I think I might see As it As a Potterhead, yeah, you, uh, yeah. I think I might see it tomorrow. This also okay. feels like a fun movie. To me, this is a movie where you get high, you see it, you won't not have fun. That's almost every movie, though. Yeah. yeah, but except for Hereditary. Oh, I saw. Um, I saw that Gravity zone. High. Oh, <laughs> I saw it high in IMAX 3D. I almost killed Walk. myself. Oh boy, I thought it was amazing. And I, I hate was... movies about space. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a. It was. It was a, a bad mix. Yeah, it was all my fault. But I, I turned to Drew Tarver during a preview for Ender's Game, and I said, "Ugh, I hate movies about space." And then I went, "Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what have I done?" And that movie is a panic attack sober. Gravity. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, Mark, you saw a movie this weekend, though. I did. You saw a movie that came out this weekend. I did. Not a lot of people saw this movie. Well, they're Tell missing us about out. It. I saw yeah. Widows. Great. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. It came in at what? Number five? Yeah, no. it came in at five <laughs> with $12 million. I mean, it's a small movie, right? I don't, it wasn't on that many screens, I don't think, but I thought it was incredible. Like the audience, it was a packed house. Um, people were clapping at parts of the movie. People were gasping. It had Great. so many fun twists and like every actor is like a knockout. Uh, I thought it was like a, it's also just a fun heist movie and it's a great about. So like, I was going to say it's like an Ocean's Eight? Kind of, but not more, a lot more grounded, I would say. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like Vi- Viola Davis is maybe the best I've ever seen her. Ooh, and like she also I plays agree. a strong woman, but also is very vulnerable and like real. Nothing's one note in it. Um, every character has like a bit of an arc. And great. I don't want to do. Yeah, no spoilers. Right. This is not, one. It's a great script. Like this is going to get nominated for adapted screenplay. I guess it's based on a British TV miniseries from like the early 80s oh. that the director and co writer Steve McQueen saw as a kid. And then he's like, I've always wanted to make this in a movie. And it f- has that feel of like, oh, this could have been stretched out into an abominable 10-episode Netflix series. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, it's not. It's two hours, 10 minutes. It's lean. Every scene moves. Great. That's uh, fun. Super suspenseful. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I f- would assume it'd probably get some. Maybe I'll get a Thanksgiving weekend bump. Yeah. Have a widow weekend. <laughs> it, um, it's got stellar reviews. Like, uh, if you play the Fantasy Flicks League game, it, I think it's still sitting at 100 points. You get 100 points just because of how well-reviewed it I is. Mean, pick it up if you haven't picked it up for your Fantasy League. It's a fantastic. Yeah. It's a good I one. I loved it. I don't know what else. I keep thinking. Of, I've been thinking about the final shot. Ever since Ooh, I saw it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really well edited too. And like, it's great. There's so many fun twists. Yeah. Oh. That's because we were talking about how disappointing the uh, Oscar season has been so far. And it feels like if yeah. interesting choices are being made. Because I saw like Boy Erased the weekend before. And that was just like dreadful boredom. But this is like exciting and what alive. What was Boy Erased? It's about gay preparative ther- conversion therapy, oh, okay. essentially. It's all well meaning, heart in the right place, but you're going to sleep the whole time. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Audience erased. Yeah, I came out straight. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bored. I'm so bored. I'm... Fine, I'll fuck women. <laughs> you got me. Uh, but I loved Widows. I think it should be Oscars somewhere. I don't know. I yeah, it's great. Everyone should see it. I think it'll find an audience. I bet. I bet word of mouth. Helps it, maybe? I think the audience seemed to loved it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And it's a great portrait of the city of Chicago. It's also like a bit of a character of like, oh, just yeah. the, you get a oh, sense fun. of the life of, you know, everyone's like fleshed out. It has so many, uh, oh, that guy uh, character yeah. actors in it, yeah. or oh, that gal. That uh, It looks great just to Robert see that. Robert Duvall's in it, playing an old racist. Oh, great. Bobby. He does that well. <laughs> um, he says his own name a lot in the movie. <laughs> one other in the middle. One other movie came out this weekend, and it's just worth noting. It was that Instant Family movie. It actually beat Widows. It made 14 million. People want to see Mark Wahlberg and Rose Bjorn build a family. Have you seen <laughs> posters for this on buses? Um, I know about this movie. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg is another person we could. I could go without. He could go away. Yeah. Um, and that's interesting. I would call her Rose Byrne. Is she not Rose Byrne? Oh yeah. What'd you say? Rose Bjorn. Burn. Yeah, it's burn. I was, I was just having fun with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Fun, sorry. I was like, have I, I been was just having a good time with it? Don't yuck his yum. <laughs> I think she's so uh, charming. I think she's I love so her in fun. Everything she's in. Yeah. I think she, yeah, she seems like she's a good actress, but she was so good in Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Spy. Um, she I was seen great Spy. in Spy. Oh, you see Spy, Mary. It's good. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't tell. This movie did that thing where I saw two trailers and both trailers had different tones. 
of like sure. they were like, how are we going to sell this movie? Oh, the instant family movie. Yeah, one felt like a feel good like Christian movie, and sure. one felt like almost like a raunchy like... R comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it was just yeah. like, what is this movie? somewhere in the, somewhere boringly in the somewhere middle boring in between like yeah. you know how sometimes they'll just do a movie of like this is a movie for christians right let's give them that that that's what one trailer felt like family is good everyone should have families people yeah. should be breeding mothers should all women should be mothers yeah. everything's fine everything's fine it just felt like too that it was like it sped up the the difference was how much trouble they had with the kids Oh, sure. in the different trailers? Yes. So in the mm-hmm. R comedy, it was like, these kids are insane and we'll never figure out how to live with them. And in the, the Christian one, it was just like, right away, it was like, we're a family. It's weird. Yeah. I did see one thing at the Widows that I've seen other movies do this, and I don't like it. It's like before the previews have ended, they show like Dolby Theater or whatever. So the movie's about to start, but they show like it's the director or an actor talking. Oh, hey, yeah. thanks for coming out to the movie. We really appreciate it. While they're showing scenes from the movie. Oh. And I hate that because it I'm takes like, you out of it. It takes me out. Of, like, I want to look. F- I'm going to. You already got me. I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. I'm Maybe in the throw theater. that at the end. Yeah. And like they did that for Coco. And like the, they showed a shot where Coco first arrives in like the land of the dead. And it's like a reveal shot. And, like, why are you spoiling this yeah. now? Yeah. Like they're. Trying to just thank people for not pirating movies, I guess, but it's such a it's so jarring. And like, I want to go in clean. To like yeah, these I will things. do this sometimes if I'm very excited about a movie. I won't watch any of the trailers for it these days because I do feel like the trailers give away so much of the uh, the movie that I've decided I'm not going to watch any of the Game of Thrones trailers. Wow, before it comes out, it's also fun of just kind of like being like, I have no idea even what the tone of this is. Yeah. And especially like this is this movie turned out to be a horrible movie, but that movie Passengers, sure. that, um, right? That it, it wasn't based on existing intellectual property, and like had Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, and I was like, I, I'm not going to watch any trailers for this. I can't wait to see it when it comes out. And then word of mouth was so bad on it that I just never saw it. But <laughs> but yeah. I was so excited to see something that like I didn't know what it was about. This is a different thing, but my new thing I'm doing is I I need to see movies that are big early. Because if uh-huh. you see a big movie too late, everybody's hype. Yeah. Right. And almost, Take- especially like this, our community, it feels like everyone has to have the similar opinion about a lot of stuff. Yeah. The watercolor community. Mm-hmm. The water cooler community. <laughs> um, that uh, sometimes I'll be like, oh, this is the best movie. And then I'll see it and I'll be like, oh, that was okay. But I think if I had seen it early without right. everyone telling me, I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. That's why I think like a lot of people, once they finally see like whatever one best picture, they see it six months later, like it wasn't that good. Yeah. yeah. But like it probably was. But also everything is like the best or the worst. Right. There's so no people are like this is the best. Like I want to go in with like this I, I enjoyed this movie. Right. Maybe you will. It's also fun seeing something in a packed theater. Like people yeah. where people are excited to see things. And like, yeah, you do get swept up for it, but that's why movies are like a communal experience. That's why theaters yeah. are great. That's why that is a true like experience you can't replicate at home. Yeah. My my favorite movie going experience, it was my First year of college, my college did a screening of Almost Famous. Didn't know anything about it. It was full of packed college kids. And it was like, everybody loved it. We were all cheering. Like, it was, oh, everybody wow. was discovering that movie for the first time together. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That is fun. I'm trying to think of, like, a movie where I was like, well, everybody was so excited about this. I saw, it took me a year to see Napoleon Dynamite. 
Oh, okay. I hated it. Me That's too. I think of that too. It was <laughs> a year later and I was like, I don't get this phenomenon. It's yeah. not interesting. I thought it was like mean-spirited. I don't know. I was like, everybody loves this? But I, I, can, but I can imagine... memes based on this? Do you think if you saw it early, you'd like it? No. I think I probably would have been... I, I would have been like, oh, I, there's a special movie that only I know about. I remember yeah. watching it and being like, I don't understand this. And then my older brother was like laughing at things and then i was like okay i'm getting this more do you know what i mean when like yeah. someone almost like teaches you how to laugh at a movie yeah. especially that movie where i was like what is funny what is on purpose what's happening right here? what's intentional yeah did either of you like rent movies that no one else in your family would watch <laughs> like if you would like by the time i was in high school i, I was picking a movie for myself like because no one else would watch it. and that's how i discovered like clerks and oh yeah uh i don't know uh uh Oh, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Oh, God. Run, Lola, Run. Just good. movies where it's like, like my family is like, what are you watching? You're the only one in your family that wanted to see Welcome to the Dollhouse? <laughs> I think, I think, uh, I think. Mom. Yeah, I think, no, I think the family watched that and then they're like, we're not going to watch A the movies you rent missing, anymore. But it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that kid. Wiener Dog. Did we finish these numbers? Those are our numbers. Let's talk this. Let's talk Wednesday. It's a weird, like movies come out real Big early because of Thanksgiving. And uh, there's movies weekend. I'm excited long about weekend. this weekend. Yeah, what's that? Yeah. What are you most All right, here's about? what we got. And, and then we can talk about what we think will come in first and second and all that. We got Creed 2. Ooh. Could be good. I like the first one. We got Wreck-It Ralph 2. Oh. Uh, then we have Robin Hood, Green Book, and Roma. So it Every falls off Robin pretty, Hood, pretty much. Uh, premiere comes out, I'm like, is this a Netflix movie? Like, I can't, it doesn't feel like a... Oh, the trailers for it? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. feel like a theater movie. No, it looks pretty, like, cheap, or also yes. inessential. Yeah, like, it looks fair, like, video game-ish. It looks like Assassin's Creed kind of yes. thing. Yes. Well, I like that they made a choice of, like, well, they'll give them slightly modern clothes, like, not, they're not trying to be true to any time period, which, yeah. fine, yeah. make that it, like, it's all weird. fake, so yeah. why not? Uh, but it just looks, like, inessential. I like Taron Egerton. I like him, too. Kingsman. He was the Kingsman okay. kid. I think I saw the... Oh, that, that actor. Gotcha. I like yeah, that actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was close to being Han Solo, and I wonder what that would have been like. Uh, I thought he would have been a decent Han Solo. Lateral move, maybe? I don't know. Probably lateral move. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't think the, perfor- the success of Solo didn't seem to hinge on that That's one performance. That's very true, too. Um, I think it's fun that there is Creed and Wreck-It Ralph that it feels like you could go do that thing where you go to the movies and people see separate movies. Right. But mm-hmm. everyone... Drop the it. kids off Creed 2 and mom and dad go to see Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. I didn't see the first Creed, but I did oh. see Wreck-It Ralph and, and watched it a bunch when I nannied. And that movie is very beautiful. It's, it's a good fun. movie. That's it has a, a lot of really cool heart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I Although Nick Weiger does one. point out that it is a candy movie and not a video game movie in the last half. There is a lot of candy stuff. <laughs> a lot of food stuff, yeah. Yeah, a lot of candy Because before they jokes. go, yeah. And this one apparently has a lot of internet jokes, getting great reviews. I think it's going to win the weekend. Oh, can definitely. Not? I yeah. think Fantastic Beasts is going to have a real steep drop-off. Yeah, I think except so, Except for too. Mary, fuck off this point. Yeah, I'll bring Fantastic Beasts up, but I also do want to see Wreck-It Ralph. I hate to tell you, though, that Fantastic Beasts is mostly set in space. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's where you find them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a li- what do you guys feel about Creed Two doing this weird Rocky Four thing? I think it's Love fun. It. I think it's like after, because yeah. I, I don't know. I think like after you think of the Rocky movies, probably the second thing you think of might be the Drago thing. Yeah. yeah. Like after you think of the more iconic original one, after that, like I don't, can't, after you think of Apollo Creed, you probably think of Drago. Do you think that the Russian hacking thing was almost like we got to bring Russians back? 
They're the new villains. Russians are villains again. That seems, yeah, that seems like a deliberate choice for sure. Like, because it was the end of the Cold War when Rocky IV came out. That was a big, there's this whole song, man, the song, the soundtrack to Rocky IV is so good. There are songs that are so on the nose. It's like, Russia is the enemy. (laughs) USA is great. Gonna meet in the ring and fight. Yeah, when they're like training in the, the winter. But apparently, like, they've made Av- Ivan Drago, like, a three-dimensional character. Like, they've... Baby they've... Drago, you're saying? Yeah, the, well, uh, Dolph Lundgren's back. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's his son now. Yeah. But apparently, these are, like, they actually, like, explore the family dynamic. Yeah. Apparently, he's not as good as the first one, but I bet it does well. Yeah, you... I think it'll do well. It'll be hard to be as good as the first one. The first one was so sincere first one's and surprising. Great, yeah. And Michael B. Jordan... He's a superstar. He's I think, a I think this is, like, a real test, though, of see if how uh, post-Black Panther... Yeah. He does. It'll probably do great. I want to see him do a romantic comedy. Oh, oh. that is interesting. That I think he would be very good in it. Yeah, he's so charming. He needs like a an interesting romantic comedy. Or like just an entire city falls in love with him. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> that's, that's great. He swiped right too many times. Is that yes in Tinder? Yeah. Uh-huh, okay. I think. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Mike, tell us. Uh, not on the Tinder. Oh, no. Bumble Man? Hinge. 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 What's the deal with that one? They can only you have talk to, to know you? someone in common, right? Yeah, uh, that's what I thought it was at first, but then somebody said it's just more of like a common interest and stuff. Because sometimes oh, it'll be like, yeah, it'll be like, oh, like uh, we both went to the same uh, university, oh, or it like gives uh, you something um, to jump. Yeah, off there is on. a in. common. There's a hinge. That's the idea. Oh, there's a hinge. It could be a, an a, an interest, a school. It could be a job, like you both UCB. I think. Do you just click a, every interest there is available? No. Yeah, like, you like, horn dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking. That's my interest. <laughs> no, but an interesting thing about it is it's all algorithms, right? And um, uh, I haven't actually been uh, on it for a little while here, but because uh, they were starting to match with me with a lot of moderate women. <laughs> Because oh, the moderate. politics like going to it too. Oh. Uh, yeah, conservative, liberal, moderate, and it was like really, really working. Though not in terms of attractiveness. Never. It's like that is fucking rude moderate chick. That I say Bunch that. Of yeah. Fives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I call fives moderates. <laughs> I'm pretty woke now. I'm looking for I, no moderates. The Me Too movement had a real effect on me, so I found new ways to just describe women the it way that they political. want to be. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I get it. So you know, I'm just looking for a liberal babe. <laughs> And that means ugly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But beautiful on the inside. What is Roma? Alfonso Cuaron, the director of Gravity. Yes, he got out of space. He's out of space. Back. Now he's back, he's back in Mexico, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a black and white autobiographical film about like essentially the uh, house made, I think it is. This is a capital A-R-T art movie. Art movie. But apparently it's very like episodic and watchable. Didn't he do something after Gravity that was really good too? Did he do Birdman? Yeah. That would no. That was Inaratu. Oh, that was Inaratu. Okay. The guy who did like twenty one grams. I don't. Th- I think this is his first movie since Gravity. Oh. I think he did something. He did he Children did of Men. He did Harry uh, Potter three. Harry Potter three, arguably the best one. Wow, I would say something wicked this way comes. That's right. You remember that part? Is that um, with the ladies here on Hinge when your profile shows up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. I don't think I'll see that, but that is interesting. Well, it's also going to be on Netflix the same day. Oh, yes. So it's like Netflix is dipping their toe into, like, would you go, is there anything that if it was on Netflix you would pay to see in the theater? If like if Fantastic a- Beast was oh. on Netflix right now, would you wait to watch it in the theater? No, no. This is his first movie since Gravity. Since Gravity, wow. there you yeah. go. Um, it's coming down to earth real hard. They're just releasing it out on theater so it can get Oscar. Oh, because so of be, that thing. Yeah, because yeah, you have to be like well in reduced. the theaters for ten days or something, something weird. Some weird rule. Yeah. 
Because I guess Netflix isn't real. Do you know they're twenty that. billion dollars in debt? Netflix? Yes. That makes sense. Because they've made so much original content, but like their investors are like, that's fine, one day you'll make money. Yeah, they're has never panned out for any of these tech 20 companies. Twenty billion dollars. Well, they're they have to keep generating content because they're about to lose so much. Oh, that Disney streaming thing is going to take all the Marvel. I think people out of will there do both and Star Wars. Oh, people will do both. But but what I was saying is like, if eventually, let's say Warner Brothers wants to take all their content, yeah. then they use Friends, which is like yeah, Netflix. yeah, a big Netflix one. has to find its Friends. It has to find its Star Wars. It has to find all those. All things. the things you just like put on and just like yeah. have in the background, even yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if they lose the Great British Bake Show, Bake Off, yeah. Baking yeah. a Show. I'm having a stroke. Yeah. I also learned recently that Friends, the Friends cast makes $20 million annually still. Still? What from Friends. Device. That's obscene. Yeah. You don't need to make that much money. Swimmer might. <laughs> he he's make... running for money. <laughs> what is he doing? Fabergé eggs. Oh, he no. That's a terrible hoarding. <laughs> <laughs> David Swimmer, we're all here to tell you. Stop yeah. with the eggs. You're going to be a jo- your future Johnny Depp. You're going to crack. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so... Uh, I don't think anyone's seeing Robin Hood. No. Robin I think Hood it'll is. make so little money. Because why would you see... Who are the people going to say, oh, I like fun adventure movies, but I'll see Robin Hood instead of Fantastic Beasts or even Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah, I want to go to the movies, but I love I really uh, Middle Ages stuff. Yeah, I, I would see Jamie Foxx like do an English accent. Maybe there's like a... Gen- or there's like a some Red Dead Redemption, like uh, uh, Red Bull chugging dudes who are going to go see Go Robin see a PG-13 Robin Hood? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think... And Green Book seems fine. I don't know. The reviews are... Yeah. Someone said there was one review middling. that was like, back to a simpler time when even racism was more kindly. And it was like, oh, <laughs> Well, no. there's like a lot of... It's getting some heat. I've read on some circles that it is just another like white savior movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, where thank okay. God this white... And it's actually the white savior was an actual racist. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And like, thank God he was there to teach him what actual authentic black people are like. <laughs> so it's like... It seems like people are saying it feels like it came out of the 80s. Like this could be a movie from the oh, 80s. Oh, yeah. Like they did it a long time ago. Like they wrote the script a long time yeah, ago. And now they're like... They made. dusted this off yeah so go see widows go see widows creed 2 want to make decent reviews yeah uh yes and, and we should say this too like there's a lot of metacritic scores out in creed 2 is sitting at a 66 which is pretty good you think that's that's good is that of 100 it is metacritic's tougher than rotten tomatoes okay, okay. metacritic's okay. pretty tough um okay. uh record ralph 2 is sitting at a 71 robin hood there's an embargo still. Nobody's seen that movie. That Always a, a bad sign. They don't want anybody to review it. They're yeah. like, just going blind. Yeah. yeah. Robin Hood will probably crack it. I would bet under 30. What do you think, Mark? Oh, I think it's going to be 12 if it's lucky. Yeah? That's <laughs> 12, great. Which is like also insane that we're saying $12 million if you're yeah, lucky. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about paying for a lift on the ride home. <laughs> but they're $12 million. Boo! Um, Green Book's at a 70, Metacritic, and Roma's at a 95. Roma is uh, a very... It's one of the highest scoring movies of the year. What do you think is going to wow. be number one? This weekend at the box office? Yeah. Wrecker Ralph 2. I think Wrecker Ralph 2. Do you, and this is Thanksgiving weekend, so we're probably looking at over a hundred million dollars. Easy. You yeah. that's interesting. You think between Creed, Wreck It Ralph, and Fantastic Beasts? Yeah, I think Fantastic Beasts is gonna have a big, big drop off. off. It'll be the second movie people see this weekend. And then Wreck-It probably Ralph. Creed too. Uh yeah, I think Creed uh yeah. Because why would you see, see the too. Grinch? Why would you see Wreck like the Grinch instead of Wreck It Ralph? Not, I don't like the Grinch. Do you like the, ori- the original I love cartoon? the original like right. 60s thing like that. I was saying is I don't like him being smarmy. Yeah, it's like smug. 
Yeah, and I found out it's Benedict Cumberbatch, which also colored it in a weird way. Yeah. Um, I liked him being grumpy. Right. Because smug also means he's going to be like, do stupid jokes, just like, mm-hmm. so that just happened. You know what I mean? Awkward. Yes. Yeah. Which I hate. It feels like very lazy jokes. Because it's something more like you, relatable to the original Grinch. Like, it's the Grinch and all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just that one is like, it's like a Scrooge. Kind of like, no, yes. I don't like it. You know? Somebody who just can't take other people being happy. Not a smart ass. Yeah. Because what's the difference between this Grinch and the new Grinch and Deadpool? Nothing. And don't get me started on Deadpool. <laughs> Do not it's, like either, that. They're man. re-releasing it. They're re-releasing the, the first one? version. What does that mean? They just took out swearing words? They took out and added Fred Savage in like a Princess Bride wraparound segment style. Whoa, wrap-around. that's very weird. Um, I hated Deadpool. He was... Me too. Yeah, I didn't... I don't understand him. He's also... It confuses me when superhero are like, is this person good or bad? Well, he's like what they call a classic anti-hero. He kind of treads like how Han Solo was in the original movies. Like, okay, he was like kind of out on his own for his own originally. But Deadpool is best. I've read some of the comics. Yeah, he's best when his humor is self-deprecating. When like he's like he like makes jokes and stuff, and like, but they're about himself and how he's like a screw up, a fuck up, and yeah. everything is wrong in his life. But in the movies, he's essentially a bully. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's like a weird frat boy who. Yeah. Like, to me, it was more like, oh, this is like late '90s humor when you still could be like, whoa, that girl shouldn't be wearing that. Whore. Right, and he's like, like a little mean spirited. Yeah, I didn't like him. Yeah, I don't like him either. He's like a jerk. It just didn't, I, there's nothing that made me want to watch him. I'm not rooting for him, but it wasn't like, oh, he's conflicted in a way that's fun. Right, but people love him. Um, all right, L- lastly on this weekend, uh, I just looked up the numbers. Wreck-It Ralph opening weekend last, uh, or the very first Wreck-It Ralph opening weekend, $49 million. It's going to blow way past that. I think because pe- babysitters Huge. have seen it. Yes, yes. babysitters they have seen it. got to the babysitters. Yeah, I think it was one of those movies that, I think people watched it a bunch in between, but I don't know. Will you see the new one? Do you want to see the new one? I will. I'm a little bit... You always get a little bit worried about like, oh, I love that first one. And I think the internet is like... It's going to have a lot of corniness. Like even seeing that they had that girl Miranda Sings in a trailer. There was a moment where like the internet goes out and she's like, come on. But she is like... It's not... (laughs) It's like the cartoon version of her, but you know it's her. Yeah. Part of me is like, oh, is it going to do stuff like that? Like have influencer stuff? It's going to probably try to serve all... Everyone, right? It'll have jokes. It'll have AOL jokes for us. Yeah. And it'll have those jokes for... <laughs> I love an AOL joke. <laughs> but it will, it'll have... I, Do something about all those CDs. Oh, like a chat room. Oh, I guarantee or... it'll have a You Got Mail joke. <laughs> Apparently, though, it really takes on the internet's uh, toxic masculinity and, like, oh, fandom. Oh. So, apparently, it sounds, like, pretty topical. Great. Who wrote this one? Do you have it? A Ooh, be- probably have seven it people <clears throat> locked yeah, in probably. Because Burbank. the person who wrote the first one, I'm trying to remember his name. But he also wrote that John C. Riley movie where they're in a hotel. In a hotel? It was a, like an indie movie. I'm <laughs> I'm such a mom with names. <laughs> the um, John C. Riley movie. Anyways, it was written by like a good screenwriter. Yeah. Uh, Rich Moore and Phil Johnson and six more credits. <laughs> I think that's too many Phil people. Phil Johnson was the person. Hmm. Um, people are looking up things on their phones uh, and computers. Yeah, the most, radio. the most uninteresting thing. Well, well. <laughs> Then here's the question of this. It ended up grossing 189 total. It's good. This new one's going to do more. Huge, right? I think it'll be 300 million, maybe. I think it'll be a big movie for sure. Yeah. Cedar Rapids was that movie in the pool. Cedar Rapids. It had, it had like John C. Riley and maybe like. Oh, yeah. William H. Macy, maybe? Um, now I can go check, click on that one. Um, but it was like a. It was just a very good movie. Yeah. Ed Helms and Haish. Sigourney Weaver. Um, but it, I think that he is a very like classically good screenwriter. Right. I think these things, though, like, go through so many, like, 
as opposed to traditional movies. Like then it goes to the anime. You know, there's so yeah. many. And, and the guys, I'm sure there's like a million punch up rooms, right? Kind of thing. Uh, wouldn't you love to be in one of those punch up rooms? I would love that. So, I will write a bunch of you've got mail jokes. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> about the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, Creed made 29. Its opening weekend end up grossing domestically 109. Wow. I wonder. I probably about the same for this new one. Yeah. Yeah. Although maybe people discovered it and like loved it because a lot of times the sequels make more money. That's yeah. true. And Creed Creed was a big yeah brought Stallone back. People really like that. I saw Stallone it. co-wrote this new one. Thank mm. God. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you get that man behind a keyboard. <laughs> people are smiling. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it'll. My prediction, I think, I think it'll do better. Okay, you want to say a number? They love when you say. Actual yeah, we numbers love here. actual numbers here. A, n- a number. Yeah, I think it'll think, make. What, what will Wreck It Ralph make over this long Thanksgiving weekend? You a got... five day weekend. It starts yep. tomorrow, Wednesday. Starts Wednesday. I'm going to say, and these numbers are not super educated. 110 million. Great, good, solid figure. Um, and because I think that Creed will make less, you know what? I'm going to say. 75 million. Wow, Whoa, that's huge. Jeebus. <laughs> so close uh-huh. in the realm. Uh-huh. I mean, no, I think I they'd not. be thrilled with that, but sure. No, maybe why then, not? like 45. 45 is a good number. Is it, P- it must be PG 13. Pre right? 2, yeah. Gotta I think PG. because you, this is a time where like your family's coming in, people are need to see movies. Gotta get out and of the I house. And I think that that demographic doesn't have a lot of other movies right now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it feel like. Right, that's a oh, movie adults Creed can go see. All, all the dads and sons are going to see. But that I bet this also weekend. Bohemian Rhapsody has a good hold. That's already the second highest grossing music biopic ever. Wow. After Straight Out of Compton. Wow. Yeah, that does still have decent legs. And The Grinch will make money. And. The Grinch Hopefully. will get that Wreck-It Ralph runoff. Yeah. We okay. couldn't get into Wreck-It Ralph. Well, yeah, I guess we'll see true. the Grinch. Yeah. And then be Mark three to full of Grinches. said go see Widows, right? Yeah, and I think uh, Robin Hood's going to be I think Creed is also a good date movie I could see. Oh, yeah. A little bit of romance. Yeah. yeah. I love Tessa Thompson. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph and that girl don't fall in love, right? No, she's like a little girl <laughs> to him. But also she's like kind of a vampire because she's been a little girl forever. Oh, yeah. But like, she has all... She's she... older than Ralph. No, but she's now not. is she's she? Not. Very, is very old. old. Yeah. But she very, has like emotional old. maturity. Yeah, but he. She is like a little misfit kid, like a little like uh, fairy kid to her. But he is still like has to take care of her. She's like a little kid with like Sarah Silverman's doing like a little girl voice of like. She's Come got a on, kid's brain, Ralph. Mark. No, I'm just saying. But she's been alive for like 20 years, right? But I don't think she's learning more. She's not learning more. No. I mean, Let's... I think she learned more through the course of Wreck It Ralph. Her journeys. Yeah. But no, I think she is like, she goes and plays with princesses. So it's not like a vampire situation where like, you know, where Kirsten Dunst interview with the vampire becomes a vampire when she's eight oh, yeah. or 10 and then like, but is actually like an 80 year old woman. Did Kirsten Dunst in that movie become more emotionally immature? She yeah, does. She does. Oh, okay. No, I think that she's she is a little a girl. Fair enough. I'm trying to think. I, just I didn't know. The, I forgot the rules. I don't know. The, the um, Ralph rules? Yeah. The rules of the Fix-It Felix Ralph gets Ralph with the army girl. Oh yeah. Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. But I don't think uh, Wreck-It Ralph's journey was not to find romantic attachment. It was to find acceptance and to be what is his purpose and if he wants to be a good person. Well, you know, how are you going to love someone else until you love yourself? Yeah, so maybe I would love to see just what Wreck-It Ralph could get romantically. I mean, he could fall in love with like a power-up mushroom or something. Why not? I don't know. A Koopa Troopa? They'll introduce a love interest. They need one for Wreck-It Ralph 3. Oh, Wreck-It Ralph. They'll find one. Uh, one of the princesses. I bet at the end I could see like Cinderella sauntering off and Record Ralph being like, Ooh. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a couple trailers to talk about. 
We watched a few trailers. Uh, I'm excited to hear your takes on all three. Of these. All three? Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the first one? Uh, well, should we start with the, uh, I don't know, the one we're least excited about? Most excited about? Oh, sure. Let's what see what we, we all arrive at here. Uh, what do we least, oh, we, those three trailers. Our Aquaman, we have the final Aquaman trailer, right? Yes. With Dumbo and the Intruder. What would which, I, like, if there were a theater tonight, I could go see one of these three movies? Yes. Oh, that's great. What would which you go see? Which one would you go see? Oh, wow. I know which one. I would go see Dumbo. I was very charmed by that trailer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would, uh, I would go maybe see Intruders. I would go see The Intruder as well. That would be my most... I would rather see that than Aquaman and Dumbo. I don't want to... I have no interest in seeing Aquaman. Yeah. Aquaman looks like noise. It looks rough, right? It's too much CG. Who cares? Yeah. And also, I think that's like... no To me, nobody is clamoring for Aquaman. Right. I also think that character is... I've said it before. He's just like Duffman. Like, what's the difference between him and Duffman? I don't understand what is... He's so bro-y. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got you a fish. And My from, man. <laughs> I was confused too from this one. It was like he was born of land parents, but he maybe a secret. human father and a mer person mother. Okay. That's why she was like Aquamina or something. Yeah. I looked up the yeah. And that is an offensive. They keep saying only a king can save us, not a queen. Oh, yeah. They said, what's bigger than a queen? They said a human. Yeah. I thought there was going to be something that was like, oh, is there a girl that could do something? And it was right. like, no, a human. Like, remember the end of Lord of the Rings? Like, no man can like slay me. The yeah, yeah. whatever thing says. And then I am no man. It's great. Like, yeah, we need that. Why can't they save Atlantis? This feels like a type of movie that was like, okay, people are getting progressive. Let's move the other way for those people. <laughs> right. The people who are frustrated with Don't any talk worry, of gender. We still need men. men that always feels like, that feel like that's been DC's choice, though. Of like, okay, Marvel's leaning this way. Yeah. We'll lean this way. Right. Yeah. Because like, that cast lessons. looked, pr- it also looked pretty white. Sure. I mean, you got Jason Momoa and the guy who plays his dad, Lee something. I forget. Oh, I don't know. I like Patrick no, Wilson. I was sad to no. see him in this movie, looking yeah. very crazy. Well, I think because he's friends with James Wan, he's done like okay. uh, the Insidious movie with him and ah. Conjuring. So I think he's throwing him a. James Wan's like, hey, you want to make a lot of money? Gotcha. And Patrick Wilson's like, yeah. Do you yeah. want a summer home? Yeah. You just have to stand on a green screen for three weeks. Yeah, we'll put okay. a big Nicole Kidman's his mama. Nicole yes. Kidman's the, the mom. Her mama. She's probably not in it a lot. Yeah. Her mom. Yeah, it looks just, I don't know, it just looks, I don't know, it looks, I feel like I know exactly what this movie is. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. Aquaman stinks. Uh, let's, let's, fish. let's do Dumbo next because I want to give you guys all your space for the intruder because that does, it, <laughs> I agree, it does look fun. Uh, but the Dumbo teaser didn't excite me very much. Tim Burton doesn't, but there are parts of this trailer that look good. Are you a Tim Burton person, Mark? Because you seem like you could be. <laughs> Excuse Ooh. me? What are you implying? Well, some people love Tim Burton, and I... I haven't been a Tim Burton fan for a long time, yeah. but the movies I love of his, I love. Like Beetlejuice, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Um, maybe that's Edward's... No, Be- Beetlejuice and... Uh, I think Beetlejuice and Pee Wee's Big Adventure are two perfect movies. Okay. And so I can't ever hate him, but I don't think he's like done anything interesting or challenged himself in a very yeah. long time. He has an aesthetic that is like so creepy to me it makes me like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like if does it feel like a pervert is making these movies? <laughs> Your words, but maybe <laughs> there's that just something coming? that is like too creepy for me to like be at like a relaxed level and enjoy. I think it's hard to do that cuz his movies really have no indication of time or space. Like, oh, like even down to, like, something like Edward Scissorhands, like, the cars are all kind of weird, yeah. the houses are well, weird. Well, things like, are like a fairy tale. Everything is a fairy tale. It's a but it's like a, it's like a creepy fairy tale. A little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. He likes the creepier. Did you like, did you see Ed Wood's great, also? I've, I've never seen Ed Wood's. Ed Wood's amazing. Um, I have never seen the, all of 
I um, Nightmare Without Before Christmas, which a lot of people really like. Oh, it's mm. a snooze. Um, to 75 me, minutes and it's too long. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love people that love that movie. <laughs> um, to me, I don't know. I don't know. Dumbo not being able to talk in this movie because it's live action. And I think I was just kind of like, what is this movie's arc? Yeah, it's weird to draw the line. He can fly still, but not talk. Yeah. Like, why is that the line for real- realism? And it, it, I just was kind of like, Dumbo, the animated movie, is very sad to me. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was kind of like, that movie, Dumbo live action, I liked the texture of it, honestly. Right. It felt very like Big Fish. I liked which Michael. I liked. Yeah. That's I like what Michael I like. Keaton. In Michael it. Keaton had that car. And, and da- I mean, Danny DeVito's a staple. Da- but Daniel DeVito's fun. How do you guys feel about Colin Farrell? Sure. Sure. I don't know. It looks, I don't know. I don't know about Dumbo. It looks too sad <laughs> to me. Like, I don't know. It seems like, a, I don't know. People are going to be crying their eyes out the whole time. I don't want to. I s- bet it'll be pretty to look at, but I'm, I'm worried that it'll be like, wait, what are we doing here? I guess remember, it is the children's film. So yeah. it has the feel of like a children's story. I mean, it's okay if it's geared straight to kids. I guess I also, part of me is like, and who knows what take they'll have is like, the thing to me that I didn't want to see The Greatest Showman for is like, I don't want to see the circus I don't like, like circuses celebrated. Either. Yeah. Circuses, circuses are very sad to me. Sad and it's full of like abused animals and con artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like people who are like told they're freaks and that's like the only way they can make a <laughs> yeah. living. But The Greatest Showman. Welcome like, to Hollywood. The Greatest Showman is Hugh Jackman at his yeah. handsomest selling. Yeah. Him being like, no, we're progressive because we took in no, freaks. No, P.T. Barnum was a, was a terrible one of person. history's greatest monsters. Yeah. So. He was the biggest freak of all. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> that And that's, his politics. He's a fantastic yeah. beast. <laughs> right. And I know where to find him. The grave. <laughs> all right. <laughs> where so, I piss. <laughs> Dumbo looks fine. But it looks fine, yeah. Let's get to the slam dunk that was the, the intruder. intruder. Mark, you, you, where? How did this come on your radar? Because it was not uh, on Apple. I went to uh, who goes to Apple to watch trailers? You got to go I to do. YouTube. You don't got to wait oh, for no, buffering. I go, to- <laughs> uh, go to YouTube. Um, I found it. Uh, I went to the website Birth Movies Death, and they were talking about. They're like into genre movies okay, a lot, and like great. you know schlock. And this so set is- this one up for us in case people. Don't well, know about it's. It. I think everyone should watch the trailer for The Intruder. Dennis Quaid, a young couple, I would say, an African American co- couple, buys a love beautiful home in Napa. Very beautiful. They get the keys from the previous owner, Dennis Quaid. Like this was my house, but I'll uh, have a good time. See you later. Yeah. And he sells it, but then he's back mowing the lawn. And he clearly is like obsessed with his house, and then becomes obsessed with the wife because you find you find out that his wife died there. Mysterious circumstances, yeah, with maybe some foul play. Uh, definitely yes. foul play, I'd say. But it looks like a great. I mean, what's a greater metaphor for 2018 America than white men not being able to share? Oh, not being yeah. able to give up and move on to and be threatened like, by yeah. black people. A, not quite reverse get out, but a like a a sister get out, a almost. stay out, yeah, a stay, stay out. out. This is a uh, yeah, and it also had the feel of like those hand that rocked the cradle. Those, I am like, there for those, those thrillers. Movies. Yeah, those I love thrillers. a thriller with a psycho suburban person. It'll be interesting to see how they execute it because absolutely, yeah, whether it'll be like oh so bad it's fun or right. like so creepy it's good or just the trailer to me was interesting because it was like there were so many moments where they should have been like stop it. <laughs> right when the wife was like well isn't he so fun and so sweet and the husband was like no he's, he's like obsessed lunatic. with you yes he went into our garage and got out the lawnmower and just started mowing the lawn like there's right. too much there's always these thrillers there has to be a level of like plausible deniability or just like all right fine i guess that makes sense but also the fun i think thrillers and like bad horror movies have a greater chance to succeed than like a traditional drama or comedy because a they could 
be good even if they're bad. Yeah. Whereas a comedy, yeah. if a comedy's bad, it's just bad. Yeah. You it's know, also, but then there's more ways it can, more of it your can entertain. In horror movies, too. That, absolutely. The It looks like they just, like, gave Randy Quaid a trailer full Dennis of... Quaid. Oh, Dennis Quaid. If this was Quaid, Randy Quaid, oh, it'd be boy. a very different movie. Dennis Quaid, a trailer full of, like, uh, Marlboros and coffee. And just oh, let yeah. him just, like... You, you just see him, like, chant... Uh, just me on, himself All right, then you on set. Let me just finish this pack of cigarettes. I'm just happy to see him not selling insurance. <laughs> Is that a thing he's doing? Yeah, he's doing insurance ads. There yeah. also was a... Which I wonder what... Uh, what a direction this will take there's like a like kind of a graphic sex snippet in the trailer i hope so no no movies don't have sex scenes anymore this one it just was interesting where they're like our new house and the guy was fucking his wife on a sink i mean how else do you break in a new home you gotta get on that island i just was surprised (laughs) i was like that's in the trailer sure this is also a movie that um (laughs) they don't make movies like this very very much anymore and you don't see them in theaters very much this is like like It'd a thriller. Be to see how it does. Yeah, thriller. Like the last one I saw, I saw Tyler Perry. I think it was Acrimony with mm-hmm. Taraji P Henson. Yeah. Amazing. Everyone's got to see it. It's so fun. He puts the thing, on a show. Mo- he put. You see a show. You know. You feel like you got your money's worth in the Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> yeah. You got everything. You got shock. Yeah, yeah. You're constantly shocked. You're constantly shocked. Whether they mean for you to be or They're not. They're very dramatic. Yes. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> um. Did you see? Um. Was it the marriage counselor or one of them was oh, like, diary of a marriage counselor isn't that it with no Kim diary Kardashian? of mad black woman oh confessions of a marriage yes, counselor? yes 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 yes. where they always do because he started off like doing plays that are like morality plays right like she it felt like she like got seduced into this affair but at the end she had aids and nobody wanted to talk to her and she was homeless and wasn't she a bad person <laughs> it was like he makes sure like it's like a hell peop- house yes, christian hell house the people who did wrong get punished <laughs> yeah oh, yeah boy uh watch acrimony that's my pick of the week uh pick of the week okay good well let's uh let's wrap it up um uh you guys gonna you're seeing fantastic beasts this I week see fantastic cool beasts. you got what are you gonna try to catch Mark? i'm gonna i think i want to see wreck it ralph yeah i want to see widows and i want to see creed 2 uh that sounds like a fun i'd see creed 2 sure yeah. great um anything else you guys are watching or interested in i finally finished sabrina the <laughs> chilling adventures of sabrina the teenage witch uh, there's a really fun, solid three episodes in the middle there where it's just basically like, oh, this is like Buffy now, where it's a oh, creep of the week. And gotcha. then at the end, it goes into like, well, now we got to connect three episodes of the bigger story. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But uh, it was fun. I saw the first two new episodes of the new She-Ra, and they're incredible. Great. New She-Ra cartoon on Netflix. Um, I finished Homecoming. I think it's the best TV show I've seen this year. It's very, very good. I would watch it. The best part of it is half-hour episodes. Uh, it's 10 half-hour episodes. It goes by very fast, and it's so well-directed. Great. It's very yeah. fun. Anything um, you're liking these days? I am finally trying to finish Mad Men. Oh, so what I'm are you up season to? season five. How many seasons are there? I think there are seven, but I okay. watched them like when they were airing back oh, in wow. the day, and I just fell off for some reason, and now I'm like... Oh, I'm going to sit down and watch them in it. I love having something of like, when I sit down, I'm watching a show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Mad Men is that for me. Right Mad Men's now. also great. And I feel like they don't do it as much anymore where they have self-contained episodes. Yeah. Where you just get a great story in 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I also, last night, I was watching the new Coen Brothers thing on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And that? It is beautiful and it is very intense. And I a little bit was like, I shouldn't have watched this before bed. Because <laughs> sure. it's like kind of violent and like, psychologically just kind of like oh boy this was a beautiful short story because they're little vignettes right um it's another one that they are releasing in theaters for oscar hopes oh interesting you think it'll get any oscar noms i think it'll get there's things of it it could even get like cinematography there's a lot of like technical stuff there's a lot of little fun stuff it's doing um that i think could get something at least but i 
couldn't keep watching it. Because so your pick of the week is the first hour of the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Finishing Mad Men or the old <laughs> Ballad of Buster Scraggs or whatever it is. Uh, all right. Well, we'll wrap up there. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Mary, do you have anything that you want to plug? Um, sh- let's say if you're in Los Angeles and you want to come to UCB Franklin at Fridays at 930, come see Winslow. Great. Great. Mark, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, we'll just say no. My Twitter and Instagram, I do okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Just at Mark Rennie. Okay, great. Uh, same thing at the Mike McClendon. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you want to play along, visit us at fantasyflixleague.com. Like, rate, and review, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.